<laughs> Let's get cosy. Let's get cosy. Hello everyone, welcome back to That Gym Couple podcast. Hosted by yours truly, Lucy and Cal. Yay, we give got me a high it. five. We've done it. We Only smashed it. Six episodes in. Yeah, we've got the intro nailed. Yeah. Are we podcasters? No, not yet. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Uh, can we just take a second for anyone watching on YouTube? If you're not watching on YouTube, I recommend watching on YouTube right now because our setup is so cute right now. We're a little bit further apart than what we're used to. Yeah. But we've got our Christmas tree in the background, which, if I do say so myself, is the best Christmas tree I've ever had in my life. We did we did throw down some dollar at it, didn't we? Yeah, we threw down the pounds. Yeah. Yeah, we spent quite a lot on our Christmas tree, but it looks very real. We went for a fake. Normally, I would have a real one, but we thought, if we're going to have it forever... It's probably yeah, better. Yeah, I mean, how much do you spend on a real tree every year? Like, like 80 pounds. Yeah, they can be. Yeah, and from a visual standpoint, I always find that real ones are really gappy and the yeah. needles fall and then it dies and you can't put it up too soon because it will die. So we just thought, let's just get a fake one. We can have it all year round. Well, well, we won't have it up all year round. <laughs> No. We'll have it, we'll have it. Scratch that. All year. But we'll have yeah. it all year, um, but we can put it up whenever we want, you know, for my birthday. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks really, really nice. We've gone for like a, a white glass, like glass and wood, wood vibe. A light wood. We've only really gone for the wood because we got one ornament from Copenhagen, Copenhagen and we were like, this one. well, now it has to match. No, I I like the wooden vibe because it's yeah. kind of Scandi. I don't know. Yeah. And then I added some of our Polaroids to the tree as well. Yeah. So it looks really Some of them sweet. look a little bit too summery for a Christmas I, tree. I wish they were all black and white. Don't you think the black and white one yeah. looks the best? <laughs> yeah, there's one up there of us in, you know, on... Portugal. You know, they don't have to be winter photos. <laughs> They're photos throughout the year that you then put up at the end of the year with your okay. tree. Okay, That's why I'd really like a Polaroid camera because then I can... Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Christmas is coming. Speaking of speaking of which, how's mm. your Christmas shopping going? Wouldn't you like to know? Well, I mean, there's there's a couple of presents under the tree already. That there is. Yeah, my wrapping. Do you think my wrapping looks nice? It looks very good. Yeah. Um, We're yeah. definitely going to be able to tell whose is whose. That well, you have to use the wrapping paper and ribbon that I've given you. Oh so yeah. All matches. Yeah. No. I, well, that I'm is aware. the extent of my Christmas shopping. There's two presents. That's all I've bought so far. Okay. Do you know, like, you know, I, I actually brought them the last week of November and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, I've, I've started way too early. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm so prepared. I've got loads of time. I've got loads of time and then... It's 20 days away. Yeah. Your sister texted me today and was like, I've just realised it's 20 days till Christmas. What do I get Callum? So yeah, it's like now I feel a bit stressed out, to be honest. Yeah. Although I know exactly what I'm getting. I've got a list. I know exactly what I'm getting you. Uh, me and my family, as you know, we're doing Secret Santa. Yeah. Well, with the siblings, we're all doing Secret yeah. Santa. So that's only one present. And then I think we know what we're getting, my mum and stepdad. So it's like organised chaos. Like I haven't got anything, but yeah, I know I th- what I'm getting. I think we're like, I'm quite fortunate that my sister's kind of organised a couple of bits for my family. Oh, that's good. You know, she's been Classic. on top of it this year. Yeah. I had some ideas, but then she popped up and she was like, hey, I was thinking this. And I was like, cool always. i don't i don't need to think anymore yeah the, like, the sisters it. have it down don't they they always um, do and then i've got yours is pretty much sorted i haven't wrapped really? any of it i think so i've got a, there's there's a couple of bits i need to get but i know what they are 
you know, I yeah, just need to go get them. I just yeah. need to get them. I just can need to be with anytime. you so I can use your discount, basically. Interesting. Mm. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I know no, it sounds 100%, a bit cheap, Why not? It's fine. It's there. It's available. Yeah. If you if you can save money at Christmas, like, why would you not? And also, if I can save money on some of your presents, it means you're going to get more. Exactly. And so, who doesn't like more stuff? I did get a couple of bits in the Black Friday sale. And honestly, I've never been prouder of myself. Yeah, you were so gassed about one of them. Two of them, both those presents yeah. were bargains. Uh, and I'm, like, I'm like big bargains. I'm, I'm going to be opening all the presents on Christmas Day, which is better than last year where I literally... No, ha- I'm going to stop you there I because had- there's been enough podcast episodes of you calling out your mum. No, not calling her out at all because she did... My mum, my basically I was getting a new mattress last year um, um, and I spent a lot of money on it and I'm so happy with it. But mattress. on the Christmas Day... The only thing I actually had to open was a book that I knew I was getting. Oh, poor Callum. And so it was just sort of, obviously I appreciate this is not, it's not what Christmas is about. And nope. But when you're sat there and everyone else is opening like piles of presents oh. and my mum and my stepdad had told each other they weren't doing presents that year, but then they both got each other loads of presents anyway. Classic. So, you know, my they're going, oh, area. stop it, stop it. You shouldn't have got me that. You shouldn't have got me that. And I'm going, oh, you could have got me something. <laughs> I'm joking. Callum. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, but it is crazy that Christmas has become so much about just spending so much money. So like, much money. As I get older, I'm just like, I genuinely just want to be with my family. I just want to be with the people I love. I know that sounds cheesy. I just but want to eat I don't, food. Yeah, I do not care about the presents. a couple of drinks. I think yeah. it's nice to get things that you wouldn't buy for yourself. A lot of the time, the presents you can get, though, are just like, it's it, basically it's just big stocking fillers, a lot of them. Well, this is why my mum says she's not doing snock- stockings this year, which is the first time since I was born. But that's fine because 26. But I actually said to her, I was like, she probably will. She said that she's not doing them and I guarantee she still will. But the stockings are the thing that probably adds up the most and yeah. you don't really need like you don't really use and well, i don't know we but... set each other a, a budget it's, yeah it, the thing is it's little bits it's stuff that i always find that you know we'll, we'll buy each other things that we've both said mm. um throughout the you know throughout the year that that we've we've had our eye on and we wanted and things that we've you know i think both of us know a couple of our presents that we're getting each you other because you know most of them because you know we've had to but I, that but i would just so much i know also, that's that's another thing as you get older you kind of have to like i'm i'm very much so are you most people are the sort of people when we need something or want something we just sort of buy it now like if you've yeah. got the money there fantastic mm. so when it gets towards christmas you have to remember to stop buying yourself things i know trust me i'm struggling with that yeah i know probably are aren't you because i buy things all the time but also um, i'm at the point where i'm like well i've mentioned to you that i'd like this but you know you can't expect to get everything on your wish list so if i don't wake up to a lovely pair of slippers on christmas morning i'm gonna be really upset because my feet are cold and i would love some slippers right now but but i'm not buying them for myself what if i couldn't get you them because i was getting you something else exactly then i'm gonna be really upset (laughs) because i could have had them for the last two weeks when my feet have been cold (laughs) but you know that's the name of the game. You just got to wait and see what you get. Boxing Day sales. Yeah. That's where you pick everything else up. No, I'm, I'm, I love shopping. You know that. Yeah. But I'm not going shopping on Boxing Day. I, I am. I don't mean actually. Ow. No, but people do. Oh, people, God. people go. Yeah, I know. I used to work, I used to work in retail. That was yeah. awful. No, I will be eating leftovers, watching movies in my pajamas, mm. going for a walk. I'm not mm. going shopping. 
But yeah, I'm very excited for Christmas. Are you? You're spending, it'll be our first Christmas yeah, together. Yeah, first Christmas together. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be quite, it's, it's a very a different very, yeah. Christmas, sure. Well, it is for you, but actually it's like, other than the company, it's quite a normal Christmas for me. Yeah, I guess. But you are spending it with a whole new family, yeah, which yeah, is of course, yeah. quite a big change. Yeah. But it's going to well, be obviously. really it's going to be really nice. I mean, my my parents are jetting off to Australia on Boxing Day, so yeah, we've only really got the one day with them, but it will be lovely. And then I think we're going to just spend a bit of time just going to chill out, aren't we? Boxing Day together and And I'm looking forward to having a little bit of time off work, to be honest, because when you work for yourself, yeah. I don't Just really take... when you work. Yeah, but like you have paid holiday. I don't have paid holiday. No, of course, but... And I don't really take time off. I always feel there's pressure with paid holiday. What Because you don't, you got to take it the right times. You know, you don't want to mess it up. And mm. because it's not like, you know, I see things where people work nine to fives and Monday to Friday. And like you can plan it. So if you take a certain amount of holiday, a certain amount of time with the bank holidays and stuff that they're closed, we're open. Yeah other than christmas day every day of the year you chose to work there no of course and i love it don't get me wrong i love it i love the industry wouldn't wouldn't change it but it's just very hard because you're you know it might my annual leave it's well yeah you just have to you get that and nothing else yeah Yeah, yeah. i totally get that and obviously there's so many advantages of working for yourself but like i don't have any colleagues i don't have anyone to pick up the work if i do take time off so i i don't really take time off i think Last summer was the first time I'd taken time off where I genuinely hadn't taken my laptop away with me. We went to Croatia and I really needed a break. So I just took... It's not true. You've had had two bouts of holiday where you've not taken... Yes, but last summer was the first time. Oh, okay, okay. So every time before last summer that I'd gone away, I'd taken my laptop with me. And I'd woke I'd I'd wake up really early, do work first thing in the morning before my family woke up, and then I'd go out with them for the day, come back, do a bit more work, and then go out for dinner and carry on. And the fact that I can do that and have that flexibility is amazing. But also, I was never really fully switching off. Yeah. Even going out in the day with my family, I was still in the back of my head that I needed to get back do to you, get enough done before dinner. And it's do stressful. you feel like that it, it's because you felt like you had to try and. Yeah. work a certain amount do you yeah think, I feel like I felt guilty or yeah I think I felt guilty I didn't want to leave my clients without any kind of conversation any any help for a week or however long it was I don't know I, and I think it, it it's difficult when you have my sort of job where I'm completely remote it's so great and so flexible but oh, this someone's setting off some fireworks I can see them in the reflection of that window. Fantastic. Excuse me, we're actually trying to record a podcast. If you could just stop that. It's odd time of year for fireworks. I always think well, not this. time of year, but like... Time of week, like time, yeah, Tuesday evening. Tuesday evening at, at what? My watch is dead. 10 to 6. But I think this all the time. And sometimes it'll just be that. That's probably finished now. Yeah. So random. Maybe it's just like leftovers. Someone got them on the cheap or something. It was like, oh, just kids got them and they nicked them from somewhere and they just thought we'll set them off. Maybe. Oh, no, they're still going. Oh God. Well, hopefully you can't hear that. We'll just carry on. Um, yeah, it's it's so fantastic being so flexible. But then at the same time, you sort of think, I could bring my laptop and there is going to be a bit of downtime when I'm away. So I could do some work. So why would I not? Yeah. 
but then realistically you're not ever you're not ever switching off yeah you're, you're mentally you're still thinking about it and i've experienced burnout and it was horrendous yeah and you can't be a good coach if you are burnt out my clients don't get me at my best I mean, most, if i work too hard most organizations now they'll you know even with mine we, we use microsoft teams to communicate a lot of the business mm. um communicate a lot of the stuff through microsoft teams and they'll put it all up there, but they they do say when obviously you you're on borders and they're still going. Um, when you're on boarded, that they they'll give you you know they're like look this is how to use Teams, but what we want you to do is make sure that you set your off out of office times. Mm. Now obviously that only really works if you have consistent rotors and stuff like that, which most of us do. So it's quite quite nice to be able to do so, but obviously you don't get notifications during those times that you're mm. out of office which i think for a lot of people who you know it's that work-life balance yeah. i think they've made it illegal now to contact you if so if like you're illegal yeah i think i believe that it's illegal for organizations to contact you outside of your work hours wow um but obviously the issue you have is you're the one turning the laptop on it's your business and you know you're not contacting yourself you're you're mm. it's a very different type of business um so your work hours are whenever you log on just quickly pause to let those fireworks finish and in that time callum's looking at flights to go to amsterdam yeah, I, I got a notification <laughs> on my phone being like there's a sale on flights so like and i was like what so don't we make an at? impulse decision is stressing me out it's probably it just r- went 45 pounds bristol to amsterdam <laughs> Last two seats left. I was like, oh my God. They know how to get you, don't yeah, they? they really do. <laughs> it's that clickbait. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think we were saying about... Um, oh, I, so I was, what I was going to say was when I launched my own business, I had to be quite strict with myself about when my working hours were going to be and to make that quite clear to my, my clients to, from the get-go. Um, because in my previous job before I launched on my own, we were sort of working seven days a week. Mm. Um, There wasn't really any proper hours and it was really hard to know when to finish for the day because no working hours had been set. And with online coaching, or with my online coaching anyway, and the one I was working for before, it's like back and forth communication. Whenever clients need something, we're there to answer their questions as long as you're obviously on your laptop. And that doesn't really stop. It's like WhatsApping your friends. It doesn't ever really, the conversation doesn't, no stop. it doesn't just stop and you're like okay cool i'll speak, speak to you, to you next, next week, week. Yeah, yeah exactly you just it, it's back and forth yeah. back and forth and you reply obviously when you can but it was constant so i i never felt like i could shut my laptop down because oh i hadn't answered that question and, and i'll just wait for that person to reply and then i'll shut it down but then another reply comes through and you, i just felt so guilty all the time so when i launched on my own i was just like i can't work like that because i know that's not productive for me and I'm not being the best coach. I know that I need my evenings to unwind, to spend time with you and things like that. You need the opportunity to train as well. Yeah. You know, you need to block out those sections in your day to be like, I have time now to train and go and have a session. With no interruptions. No interruptions. And, you know, we, we, when you, when we started, first started dating, like, I remember we had the conversation Which, about Which, by your... the way, sorry to interrupt, is exactly eight months ago tomorrow, we had our first date. Nice. Well Cute. done. Happy. Congratulations. It's not an anniversary, but... Um, I'm playing footsie now. Um, and 
we had that conversation because you were you were like oh, I'm just I feel like I'm just constantly you know like there were aspects of your work that weren't working out for you weren't mm. you you mentally couldn't can perform well on certain days throughout the week because you just had so much to do so we sat down didn't we and we were like yeah. can we what what's a better way to structure your week mm. how can we structure your week that that gives you the most productivity gives you the most work-life balance that mm. you could possibly have and I think you've got a nice little sort of schedule now it, it works yeah. quite well for you and you've kind of it settled does. into it 100%. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people need they need that they need that schedule that constant routine to yeah. to build upon to to you know when you finish work go off and train yeah or take some time you know if you're if you've got an opportunity to go home first if you've got the kids or something you know you've got to wait for your partner to get back that's fine but have those conversations and be like this is i need this time now to be able to go and go to the gym or train yeah. at home i'm just going to go into the other room mm. and i'm going to do a home workout or, or whatever it is you know involve your kids with that as well yeah i think you have to have, you have the those conversations don't you like you say if you do have kids if you have a partner if things need to get done completely get that but we've probably said it before but if you are looking after yourself if you're putting your health and and well-being first you're only going to be a better parent you know a better partner because yeah. you're you're feeling good in yourself so you know we're not saying it's easy we don't have kids so obviously we can't we, under, we, we don't got, even understand how hard you know, it would we've be. We've both but. got friends and we know family members who've got kids and, yeah. and that's the same advice that I'd give them. And a lot of them try and live by that. that it's that conversations about, you know, if, if we're both, both wanting to train, you know, like I'll take the kids for the first hour. I'll go, tra- you go train and, and vice versa. Yeah. So it's I guess you have to have those kind of like non-negotiables and yeah, yeah, if yeah. you can make it routine where it's like on Mondays that's my day I go and do that and then Tuesdays I do this and yeah. you do that. So, you know, if you're in that lux- you know, a position where you you have that help and you can do that. Obviously, again, single parents I'm sure it's even harder, but routine is is really important and for a long time I didn't really have that. I think again because I work for myself, no manager no boss telling me that I have to be in at a certain time up yeah. at a certain hour a certain amount of time at lunch and I you know I set those hours for myself so I have to be quite strict in what I what it's I so, do so funny though because like you messaged me this morning uh, I think uh, don't don't I think, embarrass me uh, I think about 8 30 yeah being like oh my god I've slept in I fucked it blah 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 like I felt so guilty but like you felt why i don't know why i felt guilty because i was still at my laptop by 9am because all i have to do is roll out of bed which (laughs) is behind me and come into my kitchen because i work from home so you know and most of the time i start work without any makeup you know i'm obviously dressed but like i don't put makeup on really to do my check-ins sorry for my clients who have to see me looking dreadful but you know i just literally grab my laptop walk into the kitchen make myself a coffee have some breakfast and i'm ready to work so I don't need to be up early, but I think I'm still in that it's sort like of having that routine and being like, and that's well, I'm in the, I'm in the nine thing. till five mindset, yeah, 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 and yeah. I don't have a nine till five. But, but that's probably a good thing, isn't it? It's probably getting up early or getting up with reasonable time before work is great because it gives you that that mindset of being like, okay, mm-hmm. right. I mean, I personally, I used to be one of those people who gets up really early in the morning, and goes to the gym. Um, now I'm the person who gets up really early to go to work at the gym. Um, mm. But 
I I see all sorts of people who come in throughout the day. You know, the people who come in before work, the people who come in on the lunch breaks, the people who come in after work. And the one similarity that they've all got is they're all making time in their day to come and train in one way or another. And I might see them five times a week. I might see them three times a week. I might see them once a week, you know, depending on when my shifts are and also when, how often they come and train. But it's having that ability to go, when do I have the time to do the things I need to do? Is that, does that mean that you have to get up early before work to go and set yourself that routine to go, you know, go to the gym or whatever it is, go for a run or however you want to train? Um, or, you know, but you shouldn't feel guilty if that's not you. You know, you're not a morning person. I think we've established before, you, you hate the mornings. Mm. Trying to talk to Lucy in the mornings, like... <laughs> Says you. <laughs> just as bad. Like, I don't know. It's, I just, I it's don't... Just, if I guess if I guess it would be different if I had to. If she rolls out of bed looking like the girl from The Grudge. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to take that back. Oh my god, that is so mean. <laughs> well, it's it's more the, like the the grunts when you're trying to talk first thing in the morning. Like all hairs all face. over the place. Pajamas are on backwards. Yeah, it's a good day when you get up to make the drinks, and I get my coffee brought to me in bed, and then I can just like, yeah, like start yeah, to wake minutes. myself yeah, up. Yeah. Living alone, it's quite difficult. I have to like drag myself out of bed to go and make a drink. But oh, god, that's hard. No, I'm not a morning person. We've established this. But no, if I, but if exactly. I had to, I probably but would yeah, go in the course, morning. Of course, of course. And that's what I mean. Like, you you know, so if you couldn't train where you normally would, you would probably think, okay. And and that's the thing. You've, you're in a fortunate position. You're able to structure your day, essentially, how you need to structure it. Mm. Um, but if you didn't have that luxury and you had to start work at a certain time, but you couldn't train when you normally trained, you would, yeah, of course, you'd probably come in earlier. Yeah, and I think you just, you have to sort of... You'd probably actually just have a day off. Well, maybe you would, but I think this is what I say to my clients all the time. If you know what your week is going to be like, hopefully on, you know, the Sunday or the Monday or whatever, sit down and actually make time to to look at the week and what is going to work and what's not going to work if you know it's a crazy busy week this is it, yes yeah, it's, it's, what days are you going to slot this in what days are going to be arrest days we've implemented that? this at work this this week um to try and task our weeks better so having that main task each day being like that is my priority today and then having those other smaller tasks throughout the day as well. And being mm. like, these are, they're high priority, but I can get them done at any point throughout the day. I don't need to spend a lot of time focusing on them, but I do need to spend a little bit of time. Sitting there and having that whole week in front of you and being like, Monday I'm doing this, Tuesday I'm doing this, Wednesday I'm doing this, Thursday I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. It gives you so much more perspective of the week and what time you have available. It's like having those, like, four quadrants i can't remember i used to do it all the time it was like important or like urgent not urgent important yeah yeah yeah, i can't remember exactly what they are but it it allows you to separate you know what is priority what's not a priority but you know this might be controversial but i actually think a lot of people might agree with me i i do think you know you know i hear some of my clients when they check in saying 
they're leaving the house, getting into work for 7 a.m. But they're not getting back till 9 p.m. Some of them. A lot yeah. of it is because it's this time of year and they're wrapping things or, up. Or they've got or they've got travel. Like that's well, another yeah, thing you've got to think about. Things. You know, if you're some people commuting, um, you know, uh, an hour a day. My brother pretty much commutes an hour a day for work. Yeah. Sometimes he drives drives all the way to get his work van, drives all the way back to Cheltenham where you know where he has work to do and then has to drive his work van back to the yard to then pick up his car to drive back to Cheltenham but then I, I mean like that's yeah I'm fair play to him but like my clients are doing that and then also getting a workout in yeah exactly counting their calories and macros like I say to them I was like you're a superwoman like you're literally yeah. smashing it and if you have a day where it doesn't work and you're too tired I'm not surprised like you're working so hard but personally <laughs> I think that what like employers like why are we not kind of creating a work day that enables people if, if I hired people my industry is obviously slightly different because if I hired people they'd have flexible work hours as well but if I well, had maybe like they a corporate... wouldn't know maybe they wouldn't know and you'd actually say I need you to work you know if you were to look at the 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 times that you get your check-in sent back or the client messages are most likely to come in you could say no I, ne- I need you to work these hours no i i i think what well, i don't mean it's a different story what is that noise it's a car outside Honestly, playing music have i got like single rush. glazed windows or something no, you can literally hear him singing oh no it's just rap no i mean obviously i can sit and say what i do it might be very different when i if i do have a team of people but if i had a team i genuinely would say to them what would be an ideal day for you like what is your perfect time to to go to the gym for example mm. because part of my, part of working in, as an online fitness coach you yeah, have yeah, to prioritize looking yeah, after yeah. yourself as working well. in you the industry you need to, you need you to. Well, of course. generally working in the industry you know you need to be able to show that you can implement the practices that you, well, exactly. you rant and rave about and i wouldn't hire someone unless they were into you know the training yeah. and looking after themselves but i'd probably say to them what when let's make that sounds bad but that's a priority obviously the work is a priority as well but so is you you I know that I'm going to get better work out of someone who's had their time to go and train and move their body and do all the things that make them feel great so that's a priority so for me I love training at about two o'clock I figured out that that works well for me so I structure my day around that and I have a routine that I I've formed and as I said works really well um and I think I would do that with my employees because I want to get the most out of them. I want them to enjoy their work. I don't want them to feel drained and exhausted and resentful as well. Because if, you, if you're working so hard that you don't even have time to look after yourself, yeah, I would get so resentful of the work and I wouldn't want to do it. So I don't understand why, you know, nine till five, quote unquote, jobs don't, don't allow that to be a priority. You know, can't we... I know this sounds so ridiculous, but have more gyms at work so well, they can pop down in their now, lunch break. A lot or... of them are now and they're becoming a lot more, you know, the, the research into um, people's productivity after exercise is is massive that's what, that's now. What and, I mean. and a lot of them are now incorporating, you know, whether they have an office gym, you know, a lot of these office gyms are pants, but they, they might have that available for Something. people or you know even schemes where they'll um subsidize pay for their gym membership and things like that so just like promote it exactly at least you know we've done wellness events before where we've gone into businesses and done you know 
whether it's a little hit class or mm. something for them to just you know try and promote healthy ways healthy living and stuff yeah. like that but it's it is interesting that you know although it's it's coming it's not really quite hit and you know they talk about this four-day work week obviously there are other companies in the uk who are doing it which is fantastic is there? so you know like a four-day work week sounds brilliant like why yeah. wouldn't you want that i'd love a four-day work week or maybe like and six you, hour days well, but people yeah like people you know the contracted hours like people are working too long mm. they're they're putting too much time in a lot of the time and and we only do it because everyone before us did it and people before us did it and people before them did it and, and so on and so on and so on so um it, it's just force of habit now which is just what's expected but trying to find the we've kind of gone off track a little bit there but trying to find the the routine and stuff is is this is why home but, but it's not are. off track actually because i think it's so impossible for people to but form this, a routine because yeah, they're working course, so yeah, hard yeah. and, and that, so absolutely yeah expected of yeah them. and you know to god forbid you're calling sick i feel guilty about that feel well. guilty about calling yeah. sick because you know that a your colleagues are gonna have to probably pick up the slack mm. or you've got more workload than when you feel better, mm. you know, whether it's the next day or the next week or something, you know that you've got more workload than to... It makes you feel even worse because you then feel yeah. stressed out about it. So then if you're in a position where you can work from home, fantastic. But, you know, I know people <laughs> who work from home and they've they've had to schedule a call on Teams with themselves so that they can go to the gym to train. So they, they like, looks like they're busy. They're in a call um just with oh. themselves so it says like if anyone checks they're like oh they're working so i won't bother them you know they're in a call at the moment Cheeky. but like so they've had to go to the, and then they can go to the gym to train but wouldn't it be more productive if we just kind of set the working day as like six hours so then people have more time or maybe like flexi hours i don't know i don't know what the answer is i just feel like i think there needs to be more 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 things to look into but on the flip side of that, this is where, you know, if you if you are if you aren't able to get to a gym, you know, maybe your work doesn't have a gym, maybe there's no not one nearby, this is where things like home workouts are very useful. Mm. And you can do very, very simple exercises at home um that are effective. They're they're better than doing nothing. They are a hundred percent, but at the same time, if you don't get much out of home workouts, because some people just don't, or yeah, you haven't yeah, got absolutely, the equipment, yeah, and, yeah. and also if you work from home and you, you need that mental escape of going somewhere, we shouldn't have to give that up or we shouldn't have to not do that because, you know, we just don't have the time in the day or we don't feel as though we have the time in the day. It's, it's That's tough. very different though. Feeling like you've got the time in the day and not having the time of the day are very different. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not one of these people who thinks that, you know, when people say, oh, I can't, I just don't have the time to get there. I, d I don't believe that everyone has the time to be able to train. When people say there. we all have the same 24 hours in the day. Yeah, no. We don't. We don't at all. Um, but there are... There are, like, you know, we'd be lying if we were saying there weren't times in a week that we couldn't go and do things that we that we feel we need to do for ourselves to make our lives better, make ourselves healthier. Um, 
yeah, that, that we'd be lying if we 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 couldn't find that opportunity. Yeah, again, whether, it's whether just whatever whatever sort of facet that comes under, whether that's a full training session at the gym, whether that's a a jog or a walk in the park or something like that, you know, there's there's always an opportunity. Yeah, and again, I think it's about just looking at your week like I say this to my clients all the time like physically get a calendar out or yeah. I use Google calendars whatever you use look at your week you know ahead of the week what meetings you've got in what calls how long the day is going to be and if things, when's it going to suit if you best things change as well throughout the week you know you Just might start flexible. your Monday and you're like oh well I've got a meeting then on that day and that mm. and then and that day that's annoying because that's when I was going to do this swap it, it over swap it over yeah. figure out prioritize your tasks mm. find out what's most important for you to achieve what you need to achieve and and go from there but, but with your it's training se- being in that list of priorities yeah, yeah, because absolutely. i know you're not getting paid for it and i understand how important work is of course like we've got to pay our bills and things and we've got to survive but as we just said you looking after your physical mental well-being only means you're going to perform better at that job anyway so yeah. that needs to be a priority too so don't look put that at the bottom of the priority list that needs to be at the forefront of your mind when you're planning out your week and as you said if things then change just try and be flexible maybe one has to carry over into the weekend but that's okay maybe you'll have a little bit more time maybe you can enjoy it a bit more and you're not rushing and it's it's not rush hour I don't know but yeah you just have to be realistic with what you can do in a week and be be forward plan it's one of the most important things absolutely and like you know a lot of people who are listening to this will will listen to this on their way to work, on their way home from work. You know, your neighbour Archie, he he's a regular listen to regular <laughs> listener um to the podcast cute. when when he's commuting to and from work. Um Hey Archie. Hi Archie. How you doing mate? <laughs> um but yeah, so like people find the time to do the things they want to do and a lot of people will find the time to go out and do the things that they want to do that aren't necessarily Mm. beneficial to their lives or you know in some regards we talk about socializing all the time you know it's fantastic obviously we need to socialize we're social creatures but if you can find the time to socialize and go out on a weekend and go and have a few drinks with your friends go shopping go Mm. do this and that like you could probably find the time to do other things that uh, probably squeeze a half an hour workout into that day And you're going to feel so much better for it. I mean, you know, there's nothing like when you're going out on a night out and you train that that day, day, you're like, you feel so good. good. Yeah, you feel so good. You know, I don't don't know what the equivalent to girls like um, for girls is when you're like, as a guy, you do like a bunch of arms or something before going out and you just t-shirt fits so nicely. You just feel good. You feel confident. Girls 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 are you from bristol like am, you feel way. confident you yeah. feel just yeah like you a, just hold yourself a bit differently I'm shit. <laughs> I, it's exactly the same for girls and i remember a day in the summer when i was meeting your friends for the first time we'd done a upper body session and my pump literally lasted yeah, the like whole jacked. in the photos granted the sun was like on me but my like shoulders were out my biceps and i wore a top with no sleeves I felt unreal. Yeah. I felt so good. You looked good. unreal as well. Thanks. I was in my prime then. I felt lean, but I looked strong. And we'd had that such was like a good training summer. session. That was early summer was as like well. May. Yeah. Maybe later than that. But yeah, I felt so good. And I knew I was wearing like a strapless top, um, 
a sleeveless top that night. So I worked really hard in the session, had a great session, and I felt so good. And it was a really fun night out. That's the first time you met my friends, wasn't it? That's what I just it? said, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we ended up going the most random place. Yeah. We're at a community centre. in Community hall, watching Ed Sheeran. You're watching this Ed Sheeran tribute act. Very bizarre. Night, it was uh, like where from where it started to where it ended. It was one of those nights that was like, "How is this? How have we got here? How has this how happened? How has this gone so downhill?" You say that we had fun. No, we had fun. We joking. just got a little bit more drunk than we probably should have done. That's why we we had fun. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, you are gonna feel great. And also, I know that people listening to this are probably thinking it's so easy for you guys to say because, you know you've got flexible schedules or you do this or you love it or your fitness coach. So I get all of that. But yeah. we're only saying this because it's changed our lives so much. And the gym, I have so much to be thankful for the gym for. Like my confidence. I don't think I've ever would have ever started my own business if I didn't. I don't know. The, I feel like the gym gives you so much more than just, you know, aesthetic changes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's a place to network as well. Oh my gosh, The amount yeah. of people that, I, that I've met at the gym who not necessarily giving me job opportunities but it's someone I can chat to about mm. opportunities you in meet life. all walks all walks of life yeah old young yeah like discipline pushing yourself when you don't think you can that carries over into all different areas of my life so yeah it's not just for that and we we're I think we're so passionate about it because we want other people to get to feel that too and yeah. experience yeah. that absolutely and until you do it you, you don't really believe that. You don't really get it. But like, if you just give it a chance in whatever capacity, it doesn't have to be weightlifting. Chances are you're going to feel better for it. You're not going to feel any worse for it. No, no, exactly. So, and just finding that, finding that routine that works for you. Yeah. Is going to, it's only going to improve your life. It really is. And as we've always said, once it becomes routine, it becomes easier. But on the flip side of all of this as well, there's obviously burnout. And I've also worked with clients who have experienced burnout because they're just trying to do too much all at once. And that's something that obviously you've got to be careful of as well. Don't know if you've ever experienced burnout, but not I so definitely m- have. Not so much with with work, but I've felt it in other in your training aspects of my life. Yeah, definitely with training and things like that. that um, burnout's an interesting one because... There's a bunch of different sort of characteristics of being burnt out. So you can feel one, maybe two of them at the same can time. Can you remember them? Because it might be quite useful to share them for people that maybe you are training really, really hard, but there's also overtraining and there's burnout. I can so see if I can find them. Yeah, see if you can find them. Because I think it's really important to be aware of the signs of burnout because often we're just like, oh, I'm just tired or I'm just this or I'm just that. But if you've really have reached a state of burnout, you need to take a, a good rest. And I had it so with my job at the begin- a couple of years ago before I launched my own business, I had burnout and it's awful. So the, the signs of burnout are exhaustion, dreading work, um, or I guess, you know, in terms of training, dreading training, uh, trouble sleeping, depression, the feeling of drowning, Mm. Um, short temper and no time for non-work related things or you know whatever the burnout is from and so you could you could probably feel one or two of those things I think most weeks I'd 
you know you feel one of them at least you know mm. whether whether it's a whether it's a work related thing and you know you're oh, just be bothered to work today or you've got like a, just you know one of those or weeks just tired and weeks where you're not sleeping well or short-tempered just because yeah i can vouch for that you've definitely been short-tempered sorry should i not this should week I, should i repeat what you called me earlier before no, we started the podcast i look you made you fun of me snapped. my legs are aching from my legs snaps at me the foul language that came out of your mouth um but yeah you could you could have one of those symptoms and you know that's probably not burnout yeah but when you start having two or three or four or more of them you know you're probably looking at the burnout and you're probably feeling a lot of stress and stress and anxiety from that burnout Mm. because you might not be able to recognize those signs i had every single one of them when I had burnout and I didn't realize be, it was burnout and it, until it's it's not necessarily every day you're feeling all of them but it'll no. be like a one day you I feel think like if you've you... pushed it far enough it can get to the point yeah, yeah. where you feel all of that for a long not a long period of time hopefully you've done something about it soon enough but I didn't think it was burnout I just I didn't recognize myself I was yeah. like I was snapping at my partner at the time and I was really short-tempered and nothing was making me happy. Like I didn't want to train. I didn't have time to train. Yeah, yeah. Then I was resentful of work. So then I was every, I just wasn't myself at all. I was dreading work. I was, it was just, it was so awful. And I remember when I sort of left, this just massive weight was lifted off my shoulder. And I, and that is again, loop, loops back to why I've been so strict about my yeah. working hours yeah, and yeah, yeah. not working weekends as well. That was something, oh my gosh, I felt so guilty when I launched my own business about not working weekends. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's being an online coach. Maybe it's working for yourself. I'm not sure. But I was convinced that I should work the weekends. And then I was like, you just got burnout from working seven days a week. So you know that's not going to work. You know your clients aren't going to get the best service. So why don't you just say you don't work weekends and actually just have a normal working week like any anyone else? Yeah, absolutely. And it works really well for me. And that's something that is a non-negotiable for me. And if clients have a problem with that, we're not a good fit to work together because you will get the best out of me in the working hours that I've given you. Outside of that, obviously if there's something urgent, I will help. But outside of that, I'm not going to be performing at my best. No, well, you've got other priorities then, don't you? Because you've got your routine and you've got your set priorities that work for you during the week. Yeah, and, and you know, I preach to my clients, as we both do, rest recovery looking after your mental well-being that's all part of the process of becoming the best version of yourself for for us like we we have quite social weekends at the moment like we've been doing a lot Mm. not getting out boozing all the time um by social weekends but we do like we've had a lot of social events on we've had a lot of things with friends and family and stuff recently but our what we love when we've got a quiet weekend is a long gym session yeah and some good food yeah like ho- like cooking a fake Cook- away yeah, exactly. or something yeah we love it like it's just that's that's our that's our priority on the weekend yeah you know quality time spent together we don't even necessarily train together we just want to be at the gym at the same time together have mm-hmm. a nice long session um chatting to people doing whatever we want to do 
and then you know a, a decent meal like a decent really sounds crazy to it, some people yeah of course <laughs> it does yeah like do. i actually do remember and an early that. night <laughs> L- literally <laughs> like watching a film i yeah. love it but i do remember a few years ago i asked someone like what, what's your favorite thing to do on the weekend and they were like train and i was like that's so sad i said that i had this conversation with my my boss um and i t- he said the one thing that i took away from uh, a conversation that I had with him like probably last year. He said, one of the things I took away from that conversation, he was like, I, you told me the best time, best time of the week to train is on the weekend. And he was like, I, I never thought, he was like, I always thought that, um, you know, the weekends were socializing, going out, doing the things that, you, you know, getting drunk. getting drunk, having like eating too mm-hmm. much food, seeing friends, going to the football or rugby, whatever, you know. And he was like, just never crossed my mind. He was like, that's what I've always done. That's what I always did. It never crossed my mind that you could have a, like a session on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know, and, and it would be a really good, you know, and this is someone who, who, trains like he trains regularly like he's he's in good shape and now he trains every weekend because it's not only is it an opportunity for him to to have a really good session and just focus on that for the day it's it's also it's time for him to reflect on the weekend and the week I, I always find like especially a Sunday session we don't tend to train Sunday but when I do get a Sunday session it seems it feels to me like it's a nice opportunity to reflect on the the week that's just i've just had and then kind of reset for the week i've got coming up mm. um because my week kind of blends together then exactly and you're not got that big sort of like oh i've got to get back to everything on monday yeah, and you don't feel crap on the sa- sunday morning or yeah. even the monday morning but i think you know, that, that, that just, just that comes maybe with age i don't know or just like your priorities and again as we said when you start feeling the benefits of living a quote-unquote like balanced healthy lifestyle you just want to keep doing it and i think i think i've i've seen the same in some of my clients it's almost like the weekend just doesn't count and it's like when when we're talking about the week they're just thinking monday to friday but the week is seven days long not five days long and I think, as you said, I think training on the weekend is so much funner because you, you're not stressed about the meeting you had earlier that day. You're not stressed about getting back in time for something or, you know, you're not it's, stressed about getting there at a certain time. It's all time. your time. It's all your, yeah. you know. It doesn't mean you have to be there for hours on end. Like we're normally there for quite a while because we're chatting and getting content, but yeah. you don't have to be there. You could just get up on a Saturday morning, you know, have a nice bit of breakfast, go down to the gym. And I think it's really underestimated that is your time where you're not getting emails, you're not getting calls. You can put your phone on a flight mode, airplane mode, mode, gym mode, yeah. Yeah. Put your favorite songs on and just do something for 40, 45 minutes an hour for yourself when no one is asking anything of you, you are just working on yourself. Like, best feeling ever. And why not do it on the weekend when you've got a little bit more time to enjoy that? Even if you've only got like 45 minutes to an hour, it's probably 45 minutes to an hour more than what you would have done. Oh, 100%. And, and then, like you say, you go off and enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing that you've done something for yourself that day, you feel great for it, and the whole day is set up then. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for a Saturday session this week. Yeah, what are we doing this weekend? We've got Something's Christmas happening. parties. Oh, yeah. I am actually... But Saturday, oh my God, I can't wait for a lion. Yeah, I'm actually I was a, going... I was up quite early this boat I'm, this weekend. I'm meeting friends on Friday night and... Legend. 
And then I'm out Saturday night as well. Legend. <sighs> but again, that's actually oh. quite a good example because although you have plans Friday night and Saturday night, you'll still be at the gym Saturday yeah, my priority, morning. My priority is still going to be. And that, that might sound really sad. You know, I'm seeing my friends. We're having a couple of Christmas drinks on Friday night. But it's it's <laughs> my friend Ross messaged me earlier and he was like, Oh, you know, because I'm meeting them, we're going to go for a bit of food before, you know, in the in the evening, um, when they finish work and stuff. And he was like, you, you know, what time are you joining us? So I said, and he said, are you going to come and join us for food? Because he was like, are you cutting or bulking at the moment? Because, you know, it's either going to, he said, it's either going to be a good time or a bad time for you. Um, and I was like, to be honest, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I can make that, those sacrifices in the day and, and know that what I'm going to have that evening is going to be a little bit more and then on the saturday as well i've got a little bit extra mm. you know a few extra calories going in the evening i've got a few drinks we've got a work christmas party and things like that you're at a christmas party saturday evening as well mm. um so but it's a it's like what we said the other day isn't it it's about not letting that be like would well, you know what i'm not going to bother the whole weekend and prioritizing the there you go prioritizing again not not necessarily my tasks or my events throughout the week but the events that I'm going to be overindulging and going, okay, I know that on the weekend I've got these events going on, so I can scale back on certain days in the week. The worst thing you can do is bury your head in the sand when you feel like you've had a bad week or you've over gone overboard at Christmas. The worst thing you can do is bury your head in the sand and go, do you know what? I can't face this. I'm not going to check in. I'm not going to contact my coach. I'll just go quiet for a couple of weeks until I think I can get back on it. And then I'll maybe check in again because you won't. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You need to be able to face it yeah. then and there, no matter what it is and not be afraid of it. And like we said before, have an open, honest chat with your coach and then move forward. And and most most coaches will probably be taking some time off over Christmas. Yeah, I definitely will. But and if you... <laughs> I'm not saying like if you need the extra support, you should be finding a coach who who's not or you should be telling your coach that you need them. But if you do, like it's having those conversations and having them now so that your coach can put things in place. Mm. Um, like you're, you'll be going back to work quite like, not like straight after Christmas, no, I, but you're going to, you're going to yeah. take a few days off and then mm. you're going to have some, same with me. Like I'll take a few days off, but then I'm back at work because I want to be there for my clients and I want to be able to progress their lives, especially the ones who are a little bit more sort of focused on it. Maybe they don't celebrate Christmas as much. Maybe they're not even taking time off for themselves, you know. Yeah. Some people still train on like Absolutely. Christmas. And that's why I'm that's why I want to work New Year's Day. Cuz I'm not I'm not fussed about New Year's Eve. Mm. It's nice to celebrate, you know, the end of the year and reflect on it, but at the same time, that feeling that I have when I'm in the gym on the 1st of January and I'm there with the people who are telling themselves this year, this year I'm going to do this, this year I'm going to be this and they want to better themselves. They're there first thing in the morning on that. They're not hungover and, in bed. And being, being there to see them so motivated on the 1st of January mm. is... It's it's inspiring. It's really nice to see, and it's really yeah. nice to uh, to you know to appreciate. I think that's. Uh, I can't believe by the time goes. Yeah, we've just last time I looked at that, on. it said twenty minutes. Yeah. And now it's on fifty-five. <laughs> we speak too much. I think. I don't yeah. know if any of it, this is usable, but 
Well, I hope it is. I mean, we probably we don't have any time for anything else. I mean, I did actually want to speak about imposter syndrome, but we haven't got even round to that. So maybe we'll do that do on that. another episode. Yeah. Because it's definitely something that I do struggle with a lot and have done in the past. So, yeah, this has been a little bit of a random episode. But, you know. Do you know, it was a little, we we did say we wanted to have a bit of a discussion about Christmas. We didn't, we haven't really delved too much into the Christmas period. Mm. But that will be something we probably do in an upcoming episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, some episodes are going to be maybe more structured on certain topics. And others are going to be a bit more chatty. So, let us know what you prefer. Let us know if you have any suggestions or anything you'd really like us to cover. We haven't actually got time for any listeners' messages today. Or facts, really. So, Thank God. <laughs> I, I can tell you one quick one that I, f- that I found out today. Go on. The burpee was actually named after... Did it make you burp? No, it was named after a... I can't remember his first. He was it had a weird name. Oh, but named after a guy who invented it. Uh, and he used it as a bur- as a fitness test in the U.S. Army or something back in the the old days, whenever hundred hundred years ago or something. Do you know what? It's so funny you say burpees because every time, and I'm talking every time, a new client of mine fills in their questionnaire before I set them up and send over their plans. Like no burpees. <laughs> One question that I ask is: Is there any exercises you really love and would like to see on training program? And then, is there any exercises that you really hate and wouldn't like to see on training program? Burpees every single time. No, probably ninety nine percent of the time, burpees. Everyone hates burpees. The, oh, I thought you meant it's the one that people love. No, they hate. <laughs> they they absolutely want it excluded from their training program. Yeah, I get that. Which I get, but it's just funny that everyone says that. How often have you or do you include burpees in your plans anyway? Never. Never? No. no. I wouldn't do that to my clients. I would. <laughs> Maybe if it's like a hit workout, I don't know, but... Yeah, yeah. Not really. Sorry, I keep knocking this. Hopefully it's not making a noise when I do. I right. um, anyway, yeah, so we'll wrap up there. Thanks for listening as always. You know the drill. If you have any fitness woes that we can help with, um, anything you'd really like us to cover, any gym stories, send them over to that Gym Couple podcast on Instagram. Or TikTok or, or Facebook. We've got a Facebook page do now. We? Yeah, we've got a Facebook page or YouTube. Um, well, you can't really comment on Spotify, but... Um, or just Podbeans, which is the hosting platform for our website. And you can follow and comment on there. Oh, well, whatever's easiest for you. Drop us a message on there. Yeah, we'd love to hear them. Um, we thoroughly enjoy them. Yeah, we do. And we'll see you next week. Cheers. Have a nice week, everyone. Bye. Bye.